Welcome to WP Coffee Talk with your podcast barista, Michelle Frechette. Special thanks to our amazing sponsors, Century Hosting, Expander Digital, GoWP, and WP Explorer. WP Coffee Talk is a proud supporter of Big Orange Heart, whose mission is to support and promote positive well-being and mental health within remote working communities. Please consider a donation to Big Orange Heart to continue to support this great mission. Welcome to WP Coffee Talk, where I get to speak with people all over the world, some of whom I've met before and some of whom I don't know at all. And today's guest is kind of a combination of those two things, because although I know Drew and we actually work together at GiveWP, he is the community outreach coordinator at GiveWP, we've never actually met face to face. Um, because of COVID, we haven't been able to go to a WordCamp together this year, anything like that. But I do hope at some point, Drew, that we will be able to travel to the same place at the same time. So I have hope too. Exactly. So welcome to WP Coffee Talk. It's really good to have you here. See you in a different respect, different light than I usually do um, when we're slacking all day long. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> slacking. I know. Actually, we just we use the Slack channel. We, we actually do work, right? I mean... I mean, yeah, I do. Here and there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, welcome to the show. It's really good to have you here. Thank and you, you are, so much for having me. Yeah, for sure. Now, you're in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, so are you one hour or two hours behind me? I'm I'm an Eastern well, time zone. One hour behind you guys. One hour behind. Okay, very good. So, uh, so yeah. So, what's someday you were just telling me before we started recording, maybe you'll be able to come visit us in the Rochester office at some point, and that would be super fun, because I know you have family here in Western New York, so that'd be pretty cool. I would love that. Cool. So give us a, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. I mean, I know who you are and what you do, but tell the rest of the world who you are and what you do. For sure. So my name is Drew Griswold. I'm the Community Outreach Coordinator for GiveWP. Um, I just started with Give, I think it's about three months ago now, which is crazy how quickly 2020 is flying by. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so I'm responsible for the GiveWP like affiliate program, some of the social media stuff, and then all of their events and conferences and, and things like that. So Someone you would be seeing at all these WordCamps if they were happening, but uh, but they're not. So now you just see me over Zoom and, and Slack. That's right. <laughs> and and maybe a little bit of Twitter too, although they don't know necessarily that you're the person behind Twitter sometimes or behind Facebook posts and things like that. Um, any ads that they see uh, is the genius uh, that that is uh, that is Drew. So there you go. <laughs> I'm a little more modest than that, I'd say. <laughs> Well, you know, it's always good when you let somebody else sing your praises, right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So show me your mug. What are you drinking? So I am drinking a white tea. Um, it's actually a, a tea that my cousin and I um, developed a few years back. My cousin is a, a tea merchant in China. Um, and actually, we manufactured our own custom blend of white pu'er tea. It's a really, I'm not, I don't know a whole lot about tea, but I drink it when I get the opportunity to do uh, five o'clock coffee interviews and dates. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then the mug I'm using is my Camp Halcyon um, mug, which is a summer camp for adults that me and my dad started five years ago. So I'm the director of this summer camp for adults in central Wisconsin. Uh, so basically a, a kid's summer camp, but with alcohol and only people over 21. <laughs> that sounds like fun, especially like, you know, when I had kids at home, it would have been fun to go to a camp and say, sorry, kids. You can't come this time. I got summer camp that, that weekend. Yeah, it, it's a super fun time. Good people come from as far as Japan to come to central Wisconsin for this adult summer camp. So that's my my Camp Halcyon mug and my little short uh, elevator pitch for Camp Halcyon, I guess. 
There you go. Perfect. Well, I usually show my mug um, or my, my beverage container. So I'm going to show you, I have a very special, very rare um, beverage container. I know that you're all going to want to run out and buy one. Um, it has this really special writing on it. Uh, it you know, it just says Mikda on Alds on the side. Um, some people right? might... <laughs> I, I think I think it might be um I think it might be I'm not sure but some people might pronounce it McDonald's that's not exactly how I pronounce it it might be Dr Pepper in there um I'm just saying you know it's uh it's one of those days and so you are the guest that actually <laughs> gets to see the the other side of me where I don't have a mug um I've been moving all the dishes are dirty in the dishwasher <laughs> I'm not in the office where I have my big collection. Well, so, I'm honored that I get the real raw coffee talk experience. And <laughs> I do have to say, I'm a big wine person, and yeah. McDonald's Diet Coke is better than any fine wine I've ever tasted. Before, so <laughs> I have no shame whatsoever. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, we're going to just kind of like let that be buried, and we're going to move on with the interview because. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> no pictures of it. No pictures. <laughs> but tell us, how did you get started with WordPress? So WordPress is kind of an interesting, for me personally, I've always been involved with WordPress in the sense that I've made WordPress websites. Um, professionally, this is my first time as a part of the community. Um, so I've always been on the outside looking in. WordPress has been this really great utility for me. Um, it's let me look like a wizard to my family members who don't know anything about web design or web programming or anything like that. Um, so I've probably made you know, seven or eight or nine WordPress websites. Actually, our, our Camp Halcyon website is a WordPress website. So um, it's something that I've been involved with, but on the auxiliary and not really as ingrained in the part of the community as much as, as I probably will be for the coming future. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so there's been a lot of changes in WordPress recently. Like we just had the 5.5 update this, this week and uh, so you're familiar with what happens when we have updates and things like that. So Twitter's been a very busy place lately about, about WordPress. But um, so at least it's not all new to you in your new role. <laughs> no, def definitely not new. It's something I, I thought that I was really good at until I met everybody at GiveWP <laughs> and started looking at their Twitter account. And whoever's listening to this has probably tweeted something at me that made me realize that I have no idea anything about WordPress because uh, I'm surrounded by some of the smartest people in the community. So we have a really good group of people like MWP. I, I think we're pretty blessed that way. Absolutely. I'm constantly amazed that I get to work with such a good group of amazing, talented people. They are pretty fantastic. And I'm only three months in. So maybe I just haven't seen their dark side yet. But I, I have a feeling they're all pretty good. Yeah, I understand that at five months, you get to see all that. So it's coming, boy. It's coming. <laughs> After my review. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Well, even if you haven't like felt like a huge part of the community, you absolutely are a connoisseur of websites. We all are nowadays, right? We know what we like, we know what we don't like. When you look at WordPress, when you look at websites, I have WordPress on the brain today. When you look at websites across the board, WordPress or otherwise, what's something that you think that we as designers, developers, and builders could do better for the end user that would make it a better experience for them? That's a fantastic question. Uh, for me, I'm always really design oriented. And I think it's probably because I don't have really strong design chops. 
so when I look at a beautiful website, I'm always just, I'm in love with it. And I love clicking through and seeing how people can, can integrate design and function in a seamless way. Um, so I think for me, when I look at a website, the number one thing I'm looking for is usability and how that integrates with design and the user experience and the user interface. Uh, but that might just be because I don't know too much about the back end too. So I'm not, I'm not afraid to say what I don't know. And that's mostly everything. So I just like, I like pretty websites, right? <laughs> well, you know, you don't have to be a developer to understand what's a good design and what's good usability. That's for sure, right? You just have to be somebody who has used websites to know what works and what doesn't work. So. For, for sure, absolutely. And I've found that most of my utility at GiveWP has been from someone that's an outside perspective. Because everybody's so close to WordPress and they're so close to the product, mm -hmm. I think it's been a little bit refreshing for them to be like, well, let's ask someone who doesn't know what they're talking about and, <laughs> and see what they think. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think I've heard them refer to you that way, but maybe fresh eyes. We would say fresh eyes. Fresh eyes. That's that's more <laughs> public relations friendly way to say it. Exactly. Well, you know, you and I are in the marketing side of things, so. Okay. <laughs> um, in your walk with WordPress, what's something that you know now that you wish you'd learned earlier that might have made uh, life a little bit easier? Honestly, uh, I keep going back to community. I really wish that I knew that WordPress was such a tight knit. Um, I, I don't even think through my interview with Give, I realized how tight knit the community was. Um, and it's really something that I've been like, oh man, I really could see myself being a part of this. I wish I would have done it five years ago, you know? so. Uh, for, for me, I wish I would have gotten a start a little bit earlier and gotten more more involved, I guess is, is the best short way to say it. Yeah, I can understand that. I think um, even if you like learn about the community a year in, you're like, man, what did I do with that whole year not knowing people? So yeah, that's, that's for actually- sure. And it's a very, it seems to be a very thriving, uh, I don't even want to call it a subculture. It's really a community, but it's, it's something that I'm just scratching the surface and um, I just wish I would have uh, made friends sooner because I'm the new kid in town and, and that's always tough, right? <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, it can be, but I think with WordPress, it's, it's pretty open and inviting. So it's just a matter of putting yourself out there and letting people know that you're, that you've arrived and you'll, you'll find that you're, uh, you're welcome with open arms. So pretty cool. Stuff just makes there. me wish, wish that there were WordCamps happening. I was so excited. <laughs> I know, I know they will someday. I promise. At least I hope. Um, <laughs> When you think back over different events that you've been involved with, now I know that you haven't done a lot of work camps or meetups or things like that, but you've been involved in other community type events. And um, ah, of course my, my phone's going off. Sorry about that. I don't know if you heard that, but it's always a little, a little, <laughs> I thought I turned it off, but there you go. Um, when you think back over the different kinds of events and things that you've been involved in, is there a moment in your WordPress journey that kind of stands out? as pivotal or inspiring? And could you tell us a little bit about it? Um, yeah, for, for me, it's a little bit different. Um, I do come from an events background. So for years, I've worked on a, a retail business that I've owned where it's taken me to events all over the country. Uh, so I've actually been a full-time RVer for the past six years, just traveling all over the country to different music festivals and events. Um, so probably 500 different music festivals over the course of the last like six, seven years, which seems like an exaggeration, but it's been a, a ton, maybe not 500, that's a lot. But uh, um, so events and face-to-face -face interactions is really kind of galvanizing brand experience for everybody. Uh, mm -hmm. 
So for me, when I say I really wish I could be involved with WordCamps, like I think that will be my comfort zone. It seems like a place where I'll really be able to, to connect with people. Um, and just being able to meet customers face-to-face, -face, or not even customers, uh, when I was at these festivals, some of the best people to talk to were just brand advocates. And like, hey, I'm not, I'm not currently a customer, but I really like what you're doing, and I support what you're doing. Um, and that, that's what I kind of envision WordCamps being a little bit, a little bit like the music festival scene, just with a lot less uh, screaming and fewer porta potties, probably. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they're usually in venues with actually working toilets, so. That sounds really nice. That's very right? <laughs> Much more pleasant experience, <laughs> for sure. So tell us a little bit more about what you're doing at GiveWP, what kind of things you're hoping for um, in the community, you know, what you, you know, what you've done with WordPress in the past. Just kind of give us a little more insight into who you are and like what you're hoping to accomplish. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so when I was initially hired at GiveWP, it was kind of a three-prong um, a three-prong section of duties that I had, which was the affiliate program, uh, social media, and then events and webinars and conferences and such. But um, as with everybody in 2020, we're kind of pivoting a little bit where um, some of my experience doing e-commerce ads and doing online ads has made me dive a little bit more into the marketing side of like ad buying side of things. Mm -hmm. So now it seems like I'll probably be, be going down that avenue a little bit more um, and then there's no events, conferences happening. So now I'm learning everything there is to know about webinars and putting on compelling webinars and, and, and things like that. So the job duties are changing every day, but that's something I, I really appreciate about the job. It's not coming in and doing the same, same exact thing every single day. Um, but really my purpose there is to engage in new audiences. So find new nonprofits. Uh, well, the WordPress community has been a huge part of building Give into what it is. Mm -hmm. um, it's getting to a point where they probably need to go beyond the WordPress community and start reaching out into the broader community. Uh, and that's kind of where I see myself fitting into the puzzle is, is making sure that Give can go out into different communities and, and bring them in and make them into brand advocates and customers. That was like a very political answer, right? I think I should be a little less robotic, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's great. It's awesome. Um, when you think about the different ways, I'm going to pick your brain a little bit. So um, I think, you know, I was on the WordCamp US organizing team for this year. We originally pivoted to be an online event and then eventually decided that this was the wrong year to actually have an online event at the end of the year anyway, because there's fatigue, right? We're all kind of a little bit tired of watching our screens by the end of the day and by the weekends and the thought of just like committing more time in front of a screen when we could be doing something else is just a little, a little overwhelming, let's say. Um, so where do you see events, you know, conferences and things like that? How do you see those pivoting in the next year that we might still not be able to have those online events? I know that, I don't know if you're familiar with Presto Conference, um, is a WordPress and classic press conference happening in September, all on Twitter. It's literally, literally all on Twitter. And I thought, well, that's an interesting way to do things. So like, what's your take on it? What are you hoping to see? And what do you think, how do you think things might be pivoting? Um, as with everybody, no, nobody has any idea what's going to happen next. You know, I think we're all keeping our fingers crossed that 2020, the second it's over, everything's going to go back to the way it was. <laughs> that's definitely not a realistic expectation. Yeah. Um, I think that in order for online events to survive, they need to do something innovative and engaging. Uh, it can't just be the same thing. And what I do really appreciate 
as an outsider's perspective with WordCamp US is they took a step back and they said, well, if we can't do it special and right and make it into what we want this brand to be, let's just wait until it's our turn to do something. Um, and I know it's a really painstaking decision, uh, but I really think it was the right decision. As I said, like an, as an outsider looking in, I can't imagine the difficulty that went into making that choice, but um, I think it's important also for brands and, and conferences and events to have a conversation about it, does, does it translate well to online? Because not everything does. It doesn't, you know, just because you, just because you had a successful in-person event doesn't mean you can have a successful online event. And sometimes you do have to take a step back and say, well, this, is this something that's going to be engaging and interesting enough for people to get involved with? Uh, but I do think there's some really cool platforms out there that are doing interesting things. Like Hopin is this really cool platform where they have uh, kind of a chat roulette type feature where you could network with each other and it yeah. pairs you randomly with another person at the conference. Uh, so just little things like that. It's a really cool networking feature. Um, and then bridging the gap and, and making sure that you can provide valuable brand experiences through a screen. It's really difficult, but I'm really excited at the innovations that are probably right around the corner with the online event. I mean, we're watching this just wild period in history where everything's changing. So I'm really excited to see the kind of the, the digital renaissance that's going to come out of it on the other side. Absolutely. So as, as somebody who's spoken at, I think I'm I, 35 times at WordCamps over the last six years. Wow. Um, I know, right? It's crazy. This year has been absolutely different. <laughs> I'm not going to say better, worse. It's just been different. So I spoke at an in-person WordCamp in, I think it was February. WordCamp Miami might have been one of the last in-person camps before everything went into shutdown this year. Um, since then, I've spoken at two online camps, and I have two more coming up that I'm going to be speaking at. And I will say, as a speaker, it's a very, very different experience. Yes, as a consumer, it's very different too. But as a speaker, you actually take a lot of your cues, you feel the audience, you know, you have that kind of feedback, that energy that's going on. And when you are presenting live online, it's very, very different. So you almost have to compare it like- really, really hard to read a room through a screen. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So you almost have to think of it as a webinar as opposed to um, a WordCamp talk. So it definitely has been a very, very different experience this year. So. Definitely. Um, I, I can't imagine how, how difficult it is to transition. Yeah. Just being on the outside looking in, it's, uh, it's been a wild, wild year. But if you can find innovative ways to engage your audience. So um, Meg Phillips, who's a developer, and I are presenting at WordCamp Philadelphia. And we're doing something called WP Guppy Tank. It's kind of like the kinder, gentler Shark Tank. And so we're going to have three different people that are, people are applying right now to be our guppies. And at the end of the panel, uh, they're going to present their ideas for either a business, a plugin, or a um, theme, or, you know, something along the lines of WordPress related. At the end, we'll pick a winner, and we have people who have signed up to mentor them. So four hours of free mentoring in finance, in code review, in marketing, those kinds of things. And so they will actually move forward, not with a monetary award, but something much more, um, I think valuable is people in the community who understand those different ways that can help them actually move forward in their business. And that's something you've never seen at a WordCamp before, much less an online WordCamp. So, th so we're trying to find new and innovative ways to present things. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about is you get great minds and you put them in a kind of a pressure cooker that is 2020 and something great is going to come 
come out of it. So that, that's a really, really cool idea. I just want to know which one of the Shark Tank judges you're going to emulate for that. <laughs> well, I'm, I have to give 100% props to Meg Phillips. This was her idea, and she approached me to, to co-opt co it with her. And so she gets to pick first. And then, um, and then I'll be whoever is left over. So, when in doubt, just be Mark Cuban, right? That's that's someone's motto somewhere, probably. <laughs> probably, probably. I don't know, Lori Grenier. She's kind of fun too. So, you know, I don't have QVC, but you know, WPBC. I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> there you go. Another great idea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, well, let me ask you my rapid fire questions. You can. I ask them as I ask them rapid fire, but you can take your time to answer them. Okay. Um, and I love to see how this conversation always flows at this point. Um, one of the things I love about this podcast is asking everybody the same set of questions and everybody has different answers. And that's what makes it so fun and unique um, is that you can ask the same set of questions to people and nobody is going to answer them the same way. So that's a lot of fun. Here we go. What are two or three must have plugins you would recommend to somebody building their own website? So this is gonna probably be really unpopular in the cop out, but uh, for me as an e-commerce person, um, WooCommerce and I, mean, I wouldn't even count as a plugin really because it's a whole series, but, and then the Facebook Pixel plugin is for me as, a, as an online e-commerce marketer was an absolute game changer. Uh, so so that, those would probably be my two, but I understand that they're probably not really cool they're definitely not sexy choices that's for sure <laughs> that i'm not sure that anybody comes up with sexy choices when i ask for a plug-in you know what yeah I mean? that's, that's probably fair too <laughs> <laughs> but, but but they're all good because everybody has some different perspectives and so um i think that this allows people to kind of get an idea of oh i haven't checked that out or i should think more about that so that's always good yeah so for all you wordpressers out there who haven't heard of woocommerce uh, let me tell you about it. You just, I, I was more referring <laughs> to the Facebook pixel. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm totally, totally joking. <laughs> there you go. But just, you know, and I, what I do like about WooCommerce, though, is that it is a freemium version, right? So you can use WooCommerce for free. As you need add-ons, you can absolutely upgrade it and buy those. Um, I know other plugins that do that, like GiveWP, um, that, that make it so that you could actually be fully operational without having to pay a cent. And then if you want those additional features, you can, you can do that. So WooCommerce is like good that way. I have to add GiveWP to my list just because my three-month review is coming up soon. So GiveWP also must have. <laughs> Let's throw in WP Business Reviews while you're at it. Yeah, WP Business Reviews and whatever Michelle says. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That works. I would have to say probably there's, there's a lot of uh, podcast plugins too. And so as a podcaster, I, I, you know, hit me up later if you want to know what those are. I have to look and see which one I actually finally settled on on my site because I don't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Anytime, at any point during your WordPress journey, have you had a mentor, whether it was an official mentor or somebody who kind of unofficially took you under their wing or just somebody that you look up to and try to emulate because you see how successful they are uh, working in their business? This is also going to be a cop out, but the entire GiveWP has been, the Give, entire GiveWP team has really been awesome about taking an outsider and all of them putting me under their collective wings. Um, obviously, Matt Cromwell, he's been a huge help with kind of dipping my foot into the community and explaining things. And whenever I'm like, oh, well, who's this person? Why did they tweet that to that person? He'll sit me down and explain it to me really easily where, where even someone like me could understand. Uh, but honestly, the entire GiveWP team has been incredible about kind of paving the way to make it a really easy entry point into the WordPress community. 
Good. That's awesome. That's good to hear that we're doing yeah, a good job. Of course you, Michelle. I, <laughs> you know how many random questions I ask you throughout the day about WordPress and stuff. So <laughs> I'm always happy to help. And then I, I probably bug the heck out of you, like direct messaging you like, oh, hey, you should tweet about this. And oh, hey, have you thought about that? And oh, this would be a good poll. As, as a not Twitter native, I appreciate it more than you know. <laughs> My marketing brain never shuts off, that's for sure. <laughs> Keep them coming. Keep them coming. All right, cool. Okay, so now I'm going to make it even harder because you can't say anybody at GiveWP for the next answer. Okay. So think hard. Who's somebody in the WordPress community that you admire and why? That's, that's really difficult because I don't think I really know anybody in the, the WordPress community. Um, so can I be really political and say I just admire the community? Absolutely. I'll cool. admire, admire the community. That. I'm really looking forward to getting to know people so I can pick out heroes. Uh, but as of right now, like I'm, I'm on the outside looking in, um, and I just know people by Twitter handles, and I, and it's really, really a dangerous game to pick a Twitter handle that you could say you endorse, because uh, because these days that can turn on you really quickly. So I'm not even gonna roll the dice on that. One. Well, we'll circle back in a year and I'm sure you'll have a different answer. Sounds good. We'll check in in a year and I'll, I'll know at least one person. <laughs> Outside of GiveWP. <laughs> I'm sitting at the lunch table by myself here at the, at the WordPress cafeteria. I'm at the lunch table by myself. <laughs> and all the GiveWP people said, go meet people, go meet people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's too funny. What's something that you'd like to learn in WordPress but that you haven't tackled yet? I would really like to get an insight into the Development, the development side of things. Um, I'm fascinated by the, the skill that it takes for some of the people uh, on our team and beyond to just be able to manifest an idea. Um, and right now, I, I'm, I'm one of those persons that just always has ideas. They're just random ideas. You can ask my wife. I always have some harebrained idea um, that she kind of just laughs off. But if, if I learn how to code, I feel like I could uh, chase these ideas. and, and Rule the world. Love. A new, a whole new hobby to dominate my life, right? <laughs> so you should do what I did. So I, I was, um, <laughs> this is, sounds so stupid. On my lunch hour a few weeks ago, I decided, hmm, I wonder what it's like to build a plugin. So I took Hello Dolly, that everybody deletes first is the thing, right? I downloaded Hello Dolly and used it for what it's actually designed for, which is to understand how plugins work. And I deconstructed it and reconstructed it. So I deconstructed Hello Dolly and I created Hello Beautiful. And Hello Beautiful, instead of giving you a lyric every time you log into your WordPress website, it gives you positive reinforcement. Like, you did a really good job designing this website. That is awesome. And I'm going to need a link to that right away because I downloaded that. I could use the positive reinforcement. But that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. I think that's so cool. Uh, is that the developer version of unplug it and plug it back in again? It's just... Uh, deconstruct and reconstruct it. <laughs> it. It's more like what they do on um, on uh, that Gordon Ramsay show, you know, where he makes them figure out what's in the dish and then recreate it. Gotcha. It's like that. <laughs> like, I think there's cilantro in here. Do you think there's cilantro? I think there's cilantro in here. <laughs> That's awesome. That Hello Beautiful sounds like a really cool plugin. And I, I yeah. need it. I need it. And then I tweeted like, you know, hey, on my lunch hour today, I built a plugin and it worked on the first try. And I put a little gift that was like, like it's hard, very tongue in cheek, because obviously I didn't have to build anything from scratch. Um, I'm sure that was popular. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I got a lot of, uh, I mean, because I, because everybody knows me and they know it was tongue in cheek, 
I got a lot of pats on the back for that and people retweeting it and that kind of thing. And I didn't do it for the pats on the back, but honestly, I admire the people that are developing GiveWP. And I just kind of wanted to have a, a window into what it looks like to, you know, to see that code and to not only just look at it, because of course I've seen code, but to actually have even a tiniest, tiniest inkling of what makes it work and what you can do to make it work better. And so I took Hello Dolly, I changed out the lyrics, I changed the coding, I added CSS so that there's, it's different than what other people when they, when they change the code on it. Um, and just so that I have an understanding of how that works because I wanted to appreciate our developers even more. So that's why I did it, not because I, I don't- that sounds awesome. That's, it sounds like exactly what I'm talking about, which is you wanted to see something and you manifested it and you did it. So I, I would like to, to do more of that. I got to do more exploring, uh, but I know that that is a big rabbit hole that a lot of old, like all of our coworkers never got out of. <laughs> They're still in the rabbit hole. Well, see, if you make sure that you just do it during your lunch hour, then, you know, there's a finite time for the rabbit hole. But anyway, Perfect. I'll share my Git link with you later. <laughs> All right, next. What is one of the biggest WordPress mistakes you've ever made, and what did you learn from it? Oh, let's see. I, when I was in college, I owned a screen printing business, and I built the website for a screen printing business on WordPress, and I didn't... I didn't update my plugins or something. I didn't keep track of the security of my site and it got hijacked mm -hmm. um, for like a, a week and a half. I spent tinkering around trying to figure everything out. Uh, so I, I think everybody, everybody who makes their first few websites probably at some point forgets to update the security, whatever, the plugins and, and stuff like that, and they get their site hijacked. I think that's a rite of passage, right? Is getting your site hijacked? It's happened to me, so I'd yeah. like to say yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to yeah. say yes, it's a rite of passage. Otherwise, um, I'm admitting to something that some, something else. So yeah, no, it's definitely a rite of passage. So yeah. I'm going to take it and I'm going to go with it and say it's a rite of passage. So um, I, I'd say that letting my site get hijacked is probably my biggest mistake. Uh, but knock on wood, because I'm really, otherwise typos and tweets, you know, typos and tweets, that'll happen. We've all done that too. And unfortunately, <laughs> unlike Facebook, you can't edit a tweet yet. So and once it has people interacting with it, you don't want to delete it either. So it lives there forever, mocking you that you made that typo. It, it sure does. And then I have wonderful, friendly coworkers that point them out to me pretty much within 10, 15 seconds, which is great because then I can feel bad about it right away. Well, <laughs> and if nobody's interacted with it in 10 or 15 seconds, you can fix it. It's when they yeah. wait two hours to tell you about it that you're like, oh, that's I can't true. Do anything. That's true. So I should appreciate the expeditious proofwriting. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> What's your proudest WordPress moment? Um, uh, proudest WordPress moment was creating an e-commerce website that ended up being quite successful by certain metrics. Mm -hmm. um, my own personal metrics were a little different. Uh, so, so we had a, an e-commerce website where it was we donate money to nonprofits for every item we sell. And we ended up raising a lot of money for great nonprofits. Uh, so awesome. just... I think when you get your first sale on a website, there's just something magical and you just chase that feeling uh, for the rest of the time. So uh, I think we ended up selling in 80 different countries in a year and had, you know, probably 2,500 transactions a month at our, at our peak. It was a WordPress e-commerce website. So. Does that, that website still exist or is that business closed now? That particular website has moved over to Shopify just for the ease of, okay. 
I won't get into it because then I'll lose all the friends that I almost just made. <laughs> no, you know what? One of the things that I appreciate about WordPress is that it's not the it's not a hammer. So like you know, they say if the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. And yeah. and the truth is, WordPress isn't a hammer. So there's certain things that are perfect for, and other things that sometimes you have to say, I'm going to use a different solution this time, and really that's okay. So we're going to let that one slide. We're going to let that one slide. Sounds good. Thank you for the forgiveness. <laughs> anytime, anytime. If you weren't working in your current um, industry, so let's say I, most people I ask technology, but I'm going to I'm going to take up marketing on you too. So how's that? Hmm. So if you weren't working in marketing technology at all, what's another career that you might like to attempt? I would be in the wine industry, 100%. Um, I mentioned before I'm a big wine fanatic. Mm -hmm. uh, you see my poster back here of Spain and Portugal's wine regions. I got a uh, France one here. Uh, so I've been a appreciator. Of, <laughs> I've, I've appreciated wine for a long time. Uh, in the past few years, I've been kind of working towards getting my sommelier certification. Uh, I worked yes. at one of ours as a bartender. And so I would definitely go back into the wine industry. I worked for a winery for quite some time. I worked for a wine distributor. Uh, it's a really, really cool, funky industry. So that would definitely be my choice. I'd be in the wine industry. Now, I've spoken to what I call wine snobs before, and it's okay if you don't consider yourself a snob, but most people who use the word sommelier are, sn are wine snobs. Um, yeah, that's true. But I've, I've heard that if you prefer white over red, then you're not really a wine connoisseur. Is that true? I think, as with any uh, genre or subculture of people, uh, there's going to be jerks. And someone that says you can only like a certain type over a different type is, is a snob. Or just a jerk. Um, for me, for me, wine is like music. You could some people like the Ramones and some people like Mozart. Uh, that doesn't mean the Ramones are bad and Mozart's good. It's just a difference of opinion. So if you think Barefoot Moscato is really good, then it's really good wine. If you think some seven hundred dollar bottle of red wine from Burgundy is good, then that's good. So uh, that's what that's the beauty of wine for me is it is what you make it, and it's different for everybody. I'm a Pinot Grigio girl myself, so there you go. Awesome. Noted for my trip to New York in December. There you go. You'll have to. You'll, and I also like a good Gewürz demeanor, and not just because it's cool to say. But because you're from New York, and that's one of New York's best wines. There you go. Dr. Constantine Frank, man, that's the best one there is, in my opinion. So right out, right from the from the. Awesome. I'm taking notes here so I could uh, get some brownie points over Christmas. There you go. When you do come, we should do a wine tour through the Finger Lakes. I would love to do that with you, and you can introduce me to different wines. We have a lot of fun. That would be awesome. We'll that's the, that's the first thing, first thing that's gotten me excited for winter of 2020. There you go. We'll get the whole group, so we all, all of our significant others and everything. We'll hire a car so nobody has to drive and drink, of course, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do a wine tour. That'll be a lot of fun. That sounds awesome. I, I'm in. I'm in. I'm already right. signed up. I love it. Love it. We'll talk more later. <laughs> um, what's something on your bucket list besides WordCamps? <laughs> Yeah, bucket list. One of my bucket list items is um, to go to more countries than years I've lived. Uh, I'm 31 right now and I've been to 27 countries, so I've been slacking a little bit. But if I die when I'm 80, I want to have been to 81 countries nice. where I'll come back and haunt everybody that I knew. Some, something like that. But uh, I'm definitely a big, big fan of traveling. Um, yeah, I, I recently crossed off my, one of my bucket list items, which was sleep in every time zone. In, in the world, and now I've been able oh, to wow. do that, so. So I'm 51. Except for this like, weird, like, 
little tiny ones in like Antarctica or something like that. But I'm talking about the big, the big ones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 51 and I've been to one country per decade. That's pretty good too. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> and, and they're almost all U.S. adjacent, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> and, so the next question is one of my favorite ones. Show us or tell us about one of your hidden talents that the WordPress community might not know about you. Ooh, that's... Uh, you already talked about wine, so we know about that one. Yeah, I know. I was going to say something cool about wine tasting or something. But you, you, uh, All right, well, tell that. us... I'll ask you a question then. What are legs? When people say that wine has legs, tell us what the legs mean, because I know you'll know the answer to that. Yeah, so the legs is, you're checking for the consistency of the wine. If you swirl maple syrup around in the glass and you see it drip down really slow, you can kind of anticipate what you're going to be putting in your mouth. And if you do a glass of water, it tells you a lot about the consistency of the wine, which could tell you about residual sugar and different, different snobby things that will bore you. And I don't want to make you fall asleep during your own podcast. So I can't <laughs> But it's, it's talking about the, the texture and consistency of the wine. So the legs are actually the drips down the side and that you can read kind of about the Correct. wine, right? Well, Correct. I and I actually made a, a, I was doing a wine tasting. I was, I, I posted a lot of wine tastings and I was doing one last year and I told, I made a joke that said, anyone that says this wine has nice legs is it's kind of a jerk. And the lady <laughs> in the front row goes, well, I'm from Napa and I say that all the time. Like, of course you do, Karen. <laughs> yeah, like, how am I going to bounce back from this one? But I, I, I think I PR'd my way out of it, so it's all good. But yeah, anyone that says this wine has nice legs is just looking for attention, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it has a nice smile. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I appreciate it for its personality, so. All right, so take that, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> this wine's got fart, but no, I'll stop talking about wine now. That's some spunk. <laughs> How do we find you online? So if somebody wants to follow you on Twitter, where do we find Drew Griswold? Griswold6 on Twitter, G-R-I-S-W-O-L-6. I have neglected my personal Twitter account for a long time, but I've been told you have to have Twitter to be in WordPress. So I'm gonna work on that. I vow to you here today that I am gonna work on it. Okay. Um, otherwise, my e-commerce website is wandering company, wanderand.co. Check that out. Uh, that's the Instagram account that me and my wife update a lot more often, and we have a bit more of an audience. Or you can follow us at Wander and Company on Instagram. And if they want to learn more about Camp Halcyon, where do they find out about that? You could go to camphalcyon.com, H-A-L-C-Y-O-N, uh, Camp Halcyon. Halcyon means a period of time that was idyllically happy and peaceful. So people are always like, what does that mean? Uh, so yeah, about summer camp, camphalcyon.com. We are sold out this year, but we have sessions next year. Uh, it's a very, very fun time if you like alcohol and nature. Well, I will admit that I looked up the word halcyon the other day just to make sure I understood that, that what I thought it meant was actually what it meant, and I was right, so that's good. Yes, like those halcyon days of youth where you think back in a kid and everything was easy and beautiful and fun. Uh, that's kind of what we're trying to recreate, but like I said, with, with more alcohol. And, and I'm working from home right now, and I'm realizing the sun is setting behind me. I, I'm glowing like an angel. Um, I don't usually look this angelic, so everybody that's watching this on YouTube, enjoy it. If you're listening to the uh, episode on on a podcast, you definitely want to go check this out because I've never glowed like I'm glowing right now. Not even, not even on my wedding day. And I, I mean, I'm divorced now, so there's a reason, I guess. But I didn't even <laughs> glow that much back then. <laughs> um, is there anything else you'd like to share with us today, Drew? No, I really appreciate you having me. Um, if anyone's listening and 
taking a look and listening to the end. I'm really excited to meet you at a word camp in the future or on Twitter. So do reach out, say hello. Uh, and maybe I won't be the kid sitting alone at the lunch table anymore. So pretty sure, pretty sure you won't be. I'm really um, going for that pity vote. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do want to learn more about Drew and follow those, those links, you can go to WPCoffeeTalk.com, find Drew's episode, and we'll have all of those links in the show notes. So you'll be able to find all of that there. So thank you so much, Drew, for being here today. It was great. I mean, I know you, but it was great to know you more because I learned a little more about you today than I knew before. And that's always a good thing. So thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. We'll see everybody on the next episode of WP Coffee Talk. Until then, take care. <laughs>